0: this podcast episode i'm going to be reviewing the witcher 3 wild hunt which is obviously the third game in the witcher series it's produced and developed by cd project red and was released in 2015 and it has overwhelmingly positive re- reviews on steam highly acclaimed by ign and other critics and personally i also really enjoyed the game and i'm going to be giving a rundown Uh, about 10 minutes on what the game is. So The Witcher 3 is a open-world RPG set within The Witcher World. The Witcher World is a story written by a Polish author uh back in the, like the early late 90s around there produced not uh, produced wrote a couple books and they sold really well um in poland and then when they were translated to english they sold really well there and after the witcher 3 came out they sold even better and then the netflix show was made off the witcher world so this game isn't a standalone in its storyline and it kind of gives a weird spot in the story, it's, I found it difficult to understand until after I knew the larger picture of the world, but you can still of course understand the story by playing the game, and it has no shortage of a story, it is a claim for that, and, and many more things, but overall the game tries to put you in the place of this person named Geralt who is a Witcher. A Witcher is someone who lives to kill monsters and is paid to do, so they are like a mutant, um, not real liked by the people around them, and then yet you gotta go through this world living like that. As far as the gameplay goes, I really enjoyed it it reminded me of a weird combination between a Dark Souls and like a hack and slash Um, because it was it wasn't as hard as Dark Souls but it had the whole like dodge roll weave your attacks uh, time it right thing not nearly as hard but the same idea it also had a magic system that was uh, pretty simple like and not not too game-changing but just enough that like it wasn't just a a swing and a sword game and then as far as how the quest system works it was really well made for how interactive they are like with the world and the environment how much your decisions change things that's one reason it was praised so much you really felt like you gotta affect the story and they did a really well way of balancing you making your own character and you also playing as Geralt Geralt's a really memorable character, he's one of a kind. I think he's what makes the series, the series, because the fantasy world isn't too, not too special. It's just a normal, you know, monsters, which is all the stuff that most fantasy worlds have, but Geralt's really what made it um, different. His personality is quite unique. It's really weird because he's a really boring person. He's someone that like, likes to be left alone, just do anything not interesting. Just, okay, okay. Okay, always says, um, usually. And that developing him into a person that's likable and charismatic is part of the, the journey. And the story is quite interesting because uh, Geralt's trying to find someone who he considers his daughter, not actually his daughter. And then after that, the story develops into something even bigger. Let's uh, not give it away, but it becomes even more at stake and you get invested into that idea but there are of course a bunch of side stories that impact the world around you and you can see them very plainly your decisions which is always i think good if a game holds you responsible for the actions you take um makes you think twice about something you want to be a good person even though Geralt isn't really a good person from the outside perspective it just makes you want to act how you should. and I think it's really good when a game can hold you accountable to your actions. I would say that the game looks really good for 2015. It's one of the better games graphically at the time. Um, The world building is Uh, really in depth and I think a lot of developers get really uh, predictable with how they're gonna design a level or a cave or uh, a path and the Witcher developers never did that they like everything's new every area you go into you're gonna feel a little different Um, and you're not replaying quests over and over again on the same type it's not lead this person there, lead this person there, of course that does happen it's just not replayable um in the same way that other games reuse content and it is a long game i spent 102 hours in it uh, but i did do a lot of the stuff in the game not necessarily 100 percent but i did um, go pretty in depth with it and the game does let you explore and do your own thing it's just not linear at all you can, you can go in whatever order you want um and it it, it somehow narrows the path as the game goes on and you get more into uh, the bigger events of the story. But the main game isn't even the best part in my eyes. There are two DLCs, Heart of Stone and Blood and Wine. Heart of Stone is more what you consider, you know, like a normal DLC, Adds some fun stuff, new quests, but then Blood and Wine is my favorite gaming experience maybe of all time because it brings you to this whole new land. The environment is so much more well developed the story is better than the original it just feels more like something that gerald would want to do and um it's it's like the the gaming store that i always wanted to have and it just it just feels right and i think that's something most people need to experience um and this comes after you've already done 70 hours of playing the game and you get to just go to this whole new place and then just not start over but like go on this whole different type of adventure and it really just feels right it Feels like what uh, a Witcher game should feel like if that even makes sense. So, with the Witcher 3 being critically acclaimed and having the public opinion to back it up, many said it should be the game of the decade for the 2010s, it being right in the middle of that being made in 2015, and it kind of getting the best of what the Decade in Gaming had to offer in terms of like graphics, gameplay, storyline, world building. Um, it had had everything. Most people said, despite some people really not liking it, um, I would be fine with um, if, it, if it if it got that, but after this comes Cyberpunk 2077 and people were saying will that hold up to the same standard of this game? And I said and I think that it will, because Cyberpunk is made by CD Projekt Red as well, and both these games seem to be loved by the developers. Cyberpunk doesn't seem like the company really to uh, sell out and like just try to rush out a game off the hype, obviously, because they've delayed it so much. So I think they'll put it in the same time, like, dedication as they did before, but hope to try to fix what they did wrong and take kind of notes from other games that have been made in the last five years try to add on little bits and pieces of what they've learned. And I feel like if they don't do that, it's gonna be really hard to uh, top The Witcher 3 in its uh, innovation and quality, because it really was once in a decade. So to finish off, my take on the witcher 3 if i had to give it an out of 10 i would some probably put it at a light nine as in it barely hits the mark of a nine if you asked me wrath where i played it i would have said it was the best game i ever played and i probably would have said that for a while but looking back i think i was just caught up in having an experience i hadn't had in a long time in a game maybe since i like even since i like played skyrim for the first time and i was like younger, in like 2012, and I think I just really wanted that experience again. I think it, it's definitely one of the best RPGs ever made, and that's something I've always wanted is a medieval RPG that really hits that, is that spot for me. And I think that's why I put it so high. Initially as like a perfect game at 10 out of 10, now it's barely a 9, which is still amazing. It's just... I think it wasn't as polished as it could have been. It didn't have, didn't feel as clean, and um, and and perfect as I would call a perfect game, which don't know if that exists. But it just seems like there are a lot of older games that were able to get down some some of the stuff that uh, The Witcher 3 didn't. And I hope Cyberpunk coming out this year or really soon can help fix those problems and make it into something that I can actually call a 10.